is Peek Inside the Panic Room, where we explore our passions with zero limits, mixed with the occasional bit of chaos. You don't have to be famous to have a story to tell. So strap yourself in and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Peek Inside the Panic Room and today we've got a very special guest. It's not often that I get people like this in the panic room with me. But today joining me is Carla Bull from Empowered Fitness. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, look, it was the amazing Sophie from the In The Office that, that discovered you and she's very good at finding people with special stories to come in and talk to us. So, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, Sophie's lovely. It's great to be in. You don't have to say that. I know you're just saying that because she's here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we do here in Peak Inside the Panic Room is we find local Gold Coast business owners and we that have inspiring stories and we just have a chat to them. Just a very low-key discussion to keep people not nervous. <laughs> so we're talking before. You're a bit of an amateur in the podcast realms. First one? I am, yes. It's my first podcast. Yep. So we said you're a 7 out of 10 nervousness. Yes. Okay. Let's hope by the end you're at like 6. All right. Yeah. Let's make that aim. Okay. So Sophie told me a little bit about I've done a little bit of research and it's a pretty great story, to be honest, about the birth of your business. So Carla, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey to where you are now with Empowered? Yeah. So my journey with Empowered personally started when I was much younger I'd always been involved in sports as a kid and more so now being involved in athletics and I run on the track. What's your what's your favourite distance? 200's my pet event. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, it's oh, not as hard as 400. Not hard as 400, It's a of nice course. little distance. Yeah, 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 it's quite good. Half as hard as 400 but twice as hard as 100. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, and what about sports as a kid? What was your go-to then? Yeah, so my sister and I both started in surf lifesaving as young kids. Mum and dad had us in there. Um, and I think that was such a great place to start and foster a love for movement and exercise and, yeah, healthy way of life. And I had a little go at some team sports growing up, but can't say I'm very coordinated. So then we went into track and, yeah, running in one lane has worked out much better for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I've always been involved in sports. I always found it fascinating how the body moves and yeah, how you can exercise. And I, so I completed my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness at school and I'm studying Bachelor of Physiotherapy at the moment as well. So Wow. Yeah. So, so it, it started really early. Yeah. yeah, it did. Yeah. So straight from school, the Cert 3 and 4 and then into the Bachelor of Physio. Um, and yeah, I've used that Cert 3 and 4. I was a PT at Good Life for a while um, and just coaching one-on-ones, doing some group classes there. Yeah, I found a real love for coaching women. Yeah, that's because men are pretty average. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and especially getting women involved in resistance training and more strength-based work. A lot of women, yeah, you start with your cardio and they may not feel confident to get into the resistance side of things or they may not know what to do or think it's more for males. And yeah, really encouraging women to get into the resistance side and going through technique with them so that they feel comfortable and also educating them on the benefits of resistance training for them. I found that I was really passionate about that when I was coaching at Good Life. And yeah, then I started wanting to work more specifically with women more and more. 
Empowered Studio. I had a brilliant opportunity last year. I actually ran the Stool Gift down in Melbourne. So I was the 2022 Women's Stool Gift winner. Wow. Yeah, and with that, you do get a prize money of $40,000, which was just life-changing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'd said going into that, okay, if I win this, I'm opening a, a women's studio. And so, yeah, I won it. And well, you had to make good. <laughs> had to follow through. Yeah. Yeah, started straight away looking at, looking at plans, looking at places to lease. We found the place at the end of last year. And then we started the process of gaining council approval, which is a pretty long process, took quite a while. But at the same time, while we were waiting for that, I had any, everything planned out, yeah, got it all organised. So we got council approval in April and, yeah, we had about a three-week turnaround to go, yeah, this quote, confirm, this confirm, get it all in, put it in. And then we opened, yeah, three weeks later. Wow. So what did you find harder, starting a business or training for the store gift? Definitely starting a business, <laughs> definitely. Well, I guess you're more in control of the training, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. I yeah. can plan it all out. I know what I have to do. The business, there's so many different areas of it and relying on so many outside factors. Yeah, it's a lot more challenging. I guess as a runner, it's such a, it's an individual thing, right? So you're, complete, you're in complete control all of the time. So you can train as hard as you want to train or as not as hard as you want to train. But I guess starting a business... There is all these outside noises and that you can't control. How did you how do you deal with that? Because you must be so used to being very regimented, but now you've got a thousand voices in your head. How's that been? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's such a difference. I can sit down and I can plan out exactly how I want to train, exactly what I need to do each day, what habits I need to set in place to get to my end goal. And with a business, I have about five different to do sheets every week and yeah just relying on so many different things or waiting for something else to happen before I can do what I need to do mm. it's yeah it's a big change that's that what I would imagine would be the hardest thing is actually relying on other people whereas for you normally it's just you yeah. it's you and the white lines right yeah exactly yeah. Right. okay yeah. okay that's it's incredible so you set yourself a goal and one of those goals is to win the store gift yeah. but then there's a bigger goal that if you win that you're going to do, you're going to start your gym. Did that add some added pressure to you? A little bit, yep. I think. Yeah, I think I just took it as it came with store gift though, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool, excellent. So how did you find running? Did you realise you were just one day, you were like Forrest Gump and it was like you just started to run, you go, I'm actually pretty good at this. Is that how it happens? Because look at me, I'm not a runner, okay? <laughs> so I'm blown away by people that can run. And is it just one of those, it's an innate thing where you just you just started to go and someone went, oh, she's all right. Really, it's been a long time coming. I think it started at school, just school carnivals. And it was something that I really enjoyed. And mum and dad were like, oh, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we got into little athletics. And then from there, training with my coach from back home was Rick McDonald. So I trained with him as I was growing up. And yeah, just the love for it grew and... Yeah, it happened to be all right. And yeah. then, yeah, moving down here and now training with Brett Robinson as well. Yeah, it's just, it's been a long journey. Yeah. So yeah. you're still training, you're still training full time and still doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. yeah I'm is the dream to be like a professional runner or is the dream to be a gym owner? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's the big yeah, dream? you're right. Yeah. 
Can I say both? Yeah, definitely. Honestly, I, there's no rules. Yeah. I think that's the beauty. I think, yeah, it's a pretty crazy time with both things going on. I'm actually off to China in July to race. So that's a pretty major part of my life. And then there, there is the business side as well. And so right now it's doing both. Yeah. Um, yeah, trying to do the best I can in both. Yeah. So what's the dream from a running perspective? Running, it's something that I love as a challenge. And yeah, going over to China would be my first time representing Australia. Yeah. And then, so yeah, it's just to continue representing Australia from there. Yeah. Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. That's the big dream? It is. Yes. Okay. All right. We'll be watching. Thank you. Yeah. You're good at putting pressure on yourself. So you've just added two super fans here. (laughs) So there's two more people that are in Team Carla. Oh, thank you. (laughs) All right. Why the name Empowered? So I didn't go into the process with the name Empowered in mind. I knew... The goal I wanted for the gym, I wanted an empowering and a supportive environment for women. So that was always the goal going in. But in terms of the name, I actually sat down with a piece of paper and I just put words out. I started with women, female, strength, strong, lifestyle, or even just any word that related to that. And yeah, I finally got to Empowered. So I played around with that for a little bit, Empowered Strength Studio, and we went to Empowered Strength and Fitness. And I think it just really stuck with me because of that goal, that an empowering and a supportive environment and, yeah, empowered just – it's there and that's what we want you to feel coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I'm, I, so you said you really – you found a real sort of joy in training women. Yeah. And as a man, I don't particularly like gyms yeah. for, as a man. Yeah. So I can imagine that as a female they can be a pretty intense – place to be when it's full of testosterone and full of men so what what's the environment like in an all-female gym I've got no idea obviously yeah what's the environment like I think it's a lot more laid-back and comfortable environment than your general commercial gym if I yeah if I had to describe it a lot more of a community sense all of your small group small boutique style gyms have more of a community sense and then when it's female specific as well it's the environment to just help build each other up and just feel really confident and really comfortable in your environment. And what sort of services are you offering? So we have all of our group classes. We have about four of a morning and two in an afternoon. And all of our group classes are based around resistance training and strength-based programming. And then we also have the option to add in personal training if you're looking for that as well. Okay. Someone walks in off the street. What do they get? So what sort of service? What are we looking at? Do they... You get a tour, you get to, to, how does it work? Yeah, coming off the street, have a look around. It's a boutique-style studio, so nice and small. We do have a free day, seven-day free trial available, so you can give it a go and see how you feel in the community, see how you feel with the style of training. Uh, the style of training is quite different to a lot of gyms, so because it is the strength-based programming, we do have a big lift that we start the session off with and we spend a fair bit of time on technique on that and building up to a, a nice strong weight. And then we have some supporting exercises after that. Yeah, giving them a go. And our Saturdays is our full body conditioning session as well. So we do have that cardio component. And in future programs, we'll have more of a cardio component through the week. But right now, yeah, just that base programming. Yeah, it's funny because at, I guess from my wife, who is 47, yep. I believe. <laughs> That's a tick. Peek Inside the Panic Room is proudly sponsored by Straight Up Digital. If you're looking for an irreverent, no BS, results-focused digital marketing company on the Gold Coast, 
look for Straight Up Digital on all social platforms or at straightupdigital.com.au. We used to train together in a sort of like a, a hit class boot camp sort of environment with a guy that I knew. And there was a big class and it was really qu- quite fun. But she started to see that training was really wasn't working for her. And then she started to get all this different sort of advice about you've got to start doing weights at your age and all this kind of stuff. I guess going to the source and going to a female to give you that advice must be much more comforting for a woman. Yeah, I think they, uh, I think women in general find it easier to understand and easier to take in. And then once you are educated on the benefits of strength training and how to do it properly, you're you're going to stick to it a lot more and you're going to feel confident to actually go out and do it. So tell me what a regular week looks like for Carla. You must be busy, so yes. training and working. So is it like a, is it early mornings, late nights? How does that work? Definitely an early bird, yeah. nice and early in the mornings. So up about 4.30 or so. Our first class is 5.30. So we have a 5.30, 6.30, a 7.30 and a 9am class. So I do all the morning classes. And then I either spend a bit of time on the business after that or I'm at uni, so I'm studying the Bachelor of Physio at uni, so I'm there throughout the day until I go to training of an afternoon. And then, yeah, once I get home, either a bit more on the business or straight to sleep. Straight to bed. Sounds like you need to be straight to bed (laughs) to do yourself. Runner, gym owner, physio, when's their time to have any fun? (laughs) (laughs) Or there's no time for fun at the moment? Um, We're too focused? (laughs) Fairly focused, yeah. but I do enjoy it all. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes if I am a bit stressed, as soon as I am in the studio and I'm coaching someone, it's just it's just a big sigh of relief. Yeah. It's just, ah, oh, this is nice. This is why I do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely enjoy all the process and there's weekends as well. So Of course. Right. They say do something you love, you never work a day in your life. Exactly. And that's the key, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it really is. How, do you struggle with that work-life balance now? At the moment, I am a little bit. Yeah, it's the end of try for uni. The business is new. Training's ramping up, so it's all happening at once. But throughout the year, there are stages where one's a bit lamb and it doesn't need as much focus. You can relax a little bit in that area and let the others take over. Yeah, right now, a bit stressful, but yeah, yeah it's pretty enjoyable. Yeah, uh, small battles. Yeah. yeah. There's, a bigger war, there's a bigger war to be waged. There is. So any other trainers that are with you at Empowered? Well, we have Rhiannon Doctor, so she does the afternoon session. Okay, so it's yeah. just a, it's a two-man gig? Two of us, Two-woman yes. gig? Yes. Okay, that's pretty cool. And did you know her before or? She was a friend of a friend. Yep, So, okay. yeah, we got in touch, started talking about coaching and training and, yeah, brought her on for the afternoon. Yeah, cool. It's good to have someone you can trust, I'm sure. It is. It's lovely having yeah. her. Yeah. Okay, you're on this fitness journey. Have you got any role models, anyone that sort of has driven you to this? Because I know as a young kid, all I wanted to do was play for the Wallabies for Australia in rugby. And there were two or three people that I really admired that sort of drove me on. Obviously, that never happened. We'll just take a minute of silence here for that. Another dream died. But anyway, is there anyone that inspires you to do what you do? I think just women in general, looking up to them and people, women in high levels of sport or women in business, I think it's really inspiring to see. And then, yeah, my parents in business as well. So looking to a lot of guidance and looking up to them in business. Yeah. You're a young, you're a young lady. Any intimidation? Say you go to, you, you're competing at the Stall Gift, which is the biggest race in Australia yeah. of its type. Are you feeling intimidated at all? 
Or are you confident enough to just go, I'm just concerned with me? No, no intimidation there. I think that's a, a normal environment. It's yeah. a, yeah, a lot. Men and women there, it's an equal thing. Yeah. But I think if you go into the business side, definitely intimidation there. Yeah, yeah I actually, f- I'm, I find it the same. I found that I never, ever felt any nerves or intimidation from a sport perspective. Yeah. But business is cutthroat. It is. It really yeah. is. And you don't know that because it's, you have to learn it overnight almost. Whereas when, you've, when you're involved with sport, you could have been doing it as a kid and it just becomes natural and confidence. Oh, something I always do. I always go to the track or I do this or I do that. Now, business, it's a different beast. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. You feel confident in the sporting environment. You grow up in that environment I and mean, you're generally around people. And I'm with Viking Athletics. It's a great squad. You always feel comfortable at competitions and then, yeah, going into business and generally doing it by yourself meeting new people all the time and everyone's forming that opinion of you straight away when I was looking for places to lease it was definitely something that I saw or felt when I was looking at places if I had someone else with me I was taken a lot more seriously especially if that other person was a male as well I was taken a lot more seriously and it was really uh, it was a really quick lesson to learn yeah and you we always continue to learn I think that we never stop and so it's don't think that we've done this once it's going to be different the next time i think it's a brutal world it really is i think that we just got to keep punching interested when you're training for your running where are you training so you said you're training with viking athletics where's that at yeah we train at somerset college ah yeah they've got unbelievable facilities there they do yeah Yeah. it's great yeah i went in there i took my son for a tour there about 18 months ago and was just blown away yeah it's great it's a special place and right here in the middle of the gold coast like it's yeah, we're very lucky to have that track to train yeah. on. And uh, is your squad big? Um, we're a pretty decent size. Yep. Yeah, we're yeah. Yeah, okay. How many? What tw- twenty people? I think our coach is refining numbers at the moment, yep. but it's over thirty. Oh wow! Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. Very competitive. Yeah, extremely competitive. We're a very uh, high level group. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I think that you need people pushing you along. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, we definitely have a strong group of girls and. One of us isn't doing so great one one training session, then the others are there to pick you up and pull you along. So it makes a massive difference being part of something like that. So is it because I'm back? I'm quite a bit older than you, but back in my day, it was a bit dog eat dog, where it wasn't necessarily cool to help someone else if you were competing with them. Has that changed? Have we found that has society and especially the sporting environment mellowed a little as? We, as societies, mellowed a little. Do you find that it's there's a lot of helping hands? There's a lot of people there for you. I think it has. Yeah, me personally, I think it has a lot to do with the group that I'm in with Viking Athletics. Yep. It because it is so supportive, and you have your group there with you, and um, yeah, you always feel supported and feel ready to go. And then with the other teams as well. Yeah, I th- I think it is a great environment to be in. Okay, so winning the stall gift, do you do you get to come back to Viking and wear like the gold jacket, like I, the Tour de France, where you wear the, the gold jacket? What's the go? Like, are you well, do you I get to go tie my shoelaces up or <laughs> or give me some give me some wind, get in front of me and hop block the wind? Yeah. How does it work? I did get my name on the uniform for stall gift this year, oh, so that, well, there was, we go. that was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Okay, so if and you're not that old, so this is an interesting question, but as old as you are now. What advice would you give your younger self? Just start. Yeah. 100% just start. 
even now, if there's something that I'm stressing about over the business or I'm not quite sure how to do, if I make a start, if I just send one email, write one line on a document, it the rest just comes along. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I use that just start all the time. Yeah. And obviously with podcasting, we do podcasting as a service for some clients and I've quite a few meetings where they go, I don't know what the first step is and I'm like, we just start. Yeah. So whether we start the planning, whether we start, you just got to start. And I actually say it to a lot to the girls here in the office as well, where it's, and Sophie will probably not agree with me, but it's a bit like what's the worst that can happen? It's like you ask the question, what's the worst that can happen? They're only going to say no, but they might say yes. Yeah. But if you never ask, you never know. And if you don't start, you never know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think I think it's a big thing on social media at the moment. I've seen the quote a few times of what if it could turn out better than you ever imagined? And that's, yeah, such an amazing thing. Absolutely. We all have dreams, but we never know where they're going to come true. You do. You've been one of the lucky few, right? Where one of your dreams you've achieved. It's incredible. And we all achieve our dreams. They're just on different levels at different times of our lives. What's next? Yeah, next. You're going to China. Yes, going to China in July. Yeah, it's pretty massive. So training's ramping up a lot more for that. And then, yeah, with Empowered, it's just to build a community. Build a wonderful community of women that are all there to support each other, to build each other up and go from there. And are you looking to expand at some stage or are you quite comfortable just with one or? Yeah, the focus is really all on this one at the moment. We... To expand, we wouldn't expand into a bigger space because we want to keep that small group environment. So yeah. if we expanded, it would be a second location. Okay, and when you talk about a community, what's your capacity? To start with, our individual classes are all 12 people and then we'd look to go up a little bit higher than that if we need the space for it. But 12 people is where we want to hit and then – but that's for each individual each, class. Yeah okay. yeah, okay. And you've got four in the morning and – Four in the afternoon? Two in the afternoon. Two in the afternoon. Okay, so yeah. six. Okay, wow. That's a good – that's 70, 72 people? Yeah. That would be amazing. Y- it would be. Wouldn't absolutely. it? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're talking to a young girl who is a bit uncoordinated. She's not very good at team sports, but she can run a little bit. What's your tips? What are your three fitness tips? What do you say – actually, first, let's get back to that one. What's your advice to – just a girl who doesn't quite know where she fits, but I would say, yeah, if she started running, if yep. it's something that she enjoys, to find an environment where she can foster that, whether it's a training group or little athletics group, really foster that love for the sport and just keep going through that sport and follow it along. Yeah, okay. it's something that she's really enjoying. What do you think of when you're running? That's always been my number one question because I think of swimmers just watching the black line or the blue line what are you thinking of because you must do a lot of running for training right so that's a lot of time to be in your own head do you sing songs how do you do it Uh, I think we have the better side of the bargain here as a sprinter I'm not just going to go for a long run so it's nice short quick bursts so yeah I don't really have to think about too much with that it's just yeah go as fast as I can for that period of time okay that good I'm glad you said that so how tactical is a 200-meter race? Do you have a do you have a plan going into it or is it just gun goes, run fast? Pretty much gun goes, run fast. For me, it's just attack the curve as hard as I can, attack around that bend and then, yeah, use what I have throughout the straight. It's not quite like a 400 where you have a bit more of a race plan. It's just, yeah, attack, 
attack. <laughs> yeah, okay. It blows me, obviously, because I'm not a runner. And I've always thought, I wonder what they're thinking about. So there we go. Attack the curve, Sophie. It's a bit like <laughs> when Sophie gets a caramel slice. Attack the caramel Ooh. slice. Okay. China's next. We're looking at the Olympics. We're building a business. We're becoming a physio. How old are you? I'm 20. I feel so inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> I truly do. I am in awe of you. At 20 years of age, I'm in absolute awe of what you've achieved so far. And I can't imagine what's next. And I can't imagine that you can actually put it into words what's next because you've just got so much going on. I reckon that's it. I reckon we've taken enough of your time. I really do. And I think that what you've achieved so far as a 20-year-old blows my mind and I can't wait to see what happens in the next 20 years because already you've achieved more than most people would achieve in a lifetime. And I can't wait now to follow your journey moving forward especially. Thank you so much for your time. It's been amazing. And how's your nerves now? Oh, much better. Yeah. <laughs> Are you six now? Yeah, probably a bit lower. Yeah, okay, excellent. And if you wouldn't mind, we'd love to get you back on later on once stuff starts to go maybe after China. Yeah. We can grab you back yeah. on and see how that went. We'll be following you and we're gonna we'll we'll become your most ardent followers and fans <laughs> and we'll be cheering from here. That's amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Carl. That was great. Thanks so much for your time. And keep listening to Peek Inside the Penning Room. This was a good one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Peek Inside the Panic Room. If you want to hear more of the chaos, make sure you follow us to stay up to date. Don't forget to give us a five-star review and check out our socials at Straight Up Digital.